1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
0: Thank you so much, Gary, and happy Friday to oh you. Oh,
1: my goodness, indeed. Happy Friday. Oh, yes. Cool. Oh so glad
0: i know looking forward to the weekend it's coming up on 605 here
1: on and next week i get to sit in your chair
0: that's right that's right john has yet another whole week off of vacation which my husband's like how much time does john reed get off on vacation because <laughs> it sounds like it's good to be john reed but I'm, he just sent some pictures sounds like they're having a great time so i'm very happy for him but yes you'll be in this seat all next week so listeners i'm sure will enjoy that yep I'm looking forward to it thanks. Thanks coming up on 605 here on this Friday morning, January 5th, 2024. I'm Karen Michael in for John Reed and you're listening to News Radio WRBA. And you heard Gary at in his newscast talk about the funeral coming up for Wyatt Fowler, the memorial, who is a Midlothian high school student who was killed in a car crash on December 30th last year. And earlier last year, in April, two other students, were horrifically killed in a car crash. Senior James River High School senior Nicholas Booth and his best friend Will Hammett were on Old Gun Road in excessive speed, were in a horrific car crash, essentially an explosion, and died in that explosion. And Nicholas Booth's dad, David Booth, took to social media the other day And in a seven-minute, just gut-wrenching post, talked about how we have to get the message to our youth. We have to get the message to them. They're not invincible, that they need to understand there's consequences, and the consequences are dire. And he said, we need to change the narrative. And I thought, wow, I need to have him on the show to, to share his story so that we can share this with our youth so that they understand the consequences to some of these actions. So thankfully, David agreed to join me early this morning. Good morning, David.
1: Uh, Good morning, Karen. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining. And I'm not even going to begin to understand how you're feeling or what you're going through. I'm not going to ask how you're doing because I can't even imagine what you're going through. But I do want you to tell our listeners your message and what you want our youth and our parents to hear so that we can make sure that this does not happen again.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously we are eight months into our grief journey, uh, and that's really how I think of it and describe it. Um, We live in a world where we are very much a soundbite society, and uh, things happen, and people respond, and then they move on. Um, but in this instance, uh, my family, my friends and I have all been dealing with the loss and the shock of it for eight months. And um, I would like to say that we're all, you know, past it and and doing better. But the reality of it is it doesn't really work like that. Uh, grief is a grief is a thing that carries on and uh, haunts. And um, at some point during our journey, we were approached by the Chesterfield County Police Department and asked if we would uh, participate in their safe driving campaign. And what that what that meant was that they have cards that they make up and uh, they hand out to all drivers who receive a speeding ticket in the county, or especially here in the Robius Corridor in, in, in this case. And on that card was a picture of our boys and, uh, you know, a little thing about them. And then on the back was a message about the causes of vehicular deaths and uh, a statistic of how many in the county at that point. And uh, we took part in that program and uh, we talked about it on the local news and we spread the message as best that we could. Uh, We talked about... You know how much these boys were loved, how important they were to the community, and um, how much how much we were going to miss them. And trying to instill in their friends and other young people around that hey, you know this is this is important, and uh, you are you are a part of the community, and you are loved, and and we would miss you if you weren't here. And uh, that's kind of how. I had approached, uh, delivering my message and over the course of the last few months, I have reached out to several different organizations about the opportunity to continue to share my message, uh, by talking about it, I found talking about it was very cathartic for me and, uh, I thought it was a good way to honor my son and, and will, and, uh, you know, also help with the healing process for myself. Um, I had reached out to a young uh, youth organization that does peer on peer training for kids and uh, I had the pleasure of of meeting a a gentleman named Officer Brad Hughes, who is the uh, Powhatan County uh, Public Outreach Officer and works with all the schools in the area, promoting traffic safety and, and promoting safe driving and, and other things like that. And, uh, I was planning on beginning to talk with Brad probably here in the next few weeks, uh, going to events with him and, and talking. Um, and my thought on this was, you know, continue the, 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 focus on love and and community and, and how important these young people are. <clears throat> on December 30th, which uh, just so happened to be my son's 19th birthday, and uh, what was probably going to be the most difficult day of my grieving process up to this point, and my whole family's, to be honest with you, I awoke uh, I to a text message from a friend of mine whose daughter is a Midotian high school student telling me that Wyatt Fowler had been killed. <clears throat> and um, I became very angry, to be honest with you. I became uh, a little bitter about the fact that my family and I and the, hi- the Hammetts had been very public in our message and very public in sharing our grief and how this affected us. And that less than eight months later, just around the corner, literally just around the corner, it happened again that young people made a bad decision. They made a poor choice and it cost another young man his life. And, let's also remember that there's another young man in the hospital right now with a broken neck who is severely injured. Um, And I started to think to myself, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this the wrong way. We're, we're, we're not focusing on the right message here.
0: What do you think is the right Uh, message that will get across to these youth?
1: I, um, I spent. I know my son, and I know his friends, and uh, I love them all dearly, and I also spent six years as a high school teacher out in Goochland, and I, I came to understand pretty quickly the mind of um, high school students, and they very much so believe they are invincible. They very much so believe that nothing like this will ever happen to them, and they are very... It's very easy for them to disassociate themselves from something like this. Even kids who are were close to my son have moved on. They still remember my son and they still love my son, but they've moved on. I'm not saying that they drive recklessly or carelessly, but they don't remember or they don't mourn and grieve the way they did for the first couple weeks. And I think that with these young people, they need to understand that death is permanent, that you don't come back from it. This is not a video game where the car crashes and you hit reset and start over again. I think that they, in a lot of cases see the t-shirts and the bracelets and the three-on-three basketball tournaments named after my son and think in a kind of macabre, that's pretty cool that these kids are remembered and revered like this. And they forget the fact that the reason for all of that is that my son will never come home again. My son wasn't here for Christmas. My son wasn't here for his birthday and he never will be again again. And I think that the shock value and the message of permanence is a more effective way of reaching these kids and letting them know, hey, you are loved and you are an important part of this community, but this can happen to you and it's not cool. Um,
0: and real quick there is a there is a basketball tournament tomorrow Rapids Forever a three-on-three tournament can you just briefly talk about that that's happening tomorrow in honor of your son and his best friend
1: yeah so the three-on-three tournament is something that has happened every year at James River High School it used to be called hoops for troops but this year we were approached by three young men three just really nice young men who knew our sons who had taken over running the three-on-three tournament and wanted to change it and honor our boys. Um, so we worked with them and sort of helped them and guided them. And uh, they put together this tournament at James River High School tomorrow from 1 to 6. Um, all the proceeds from the tournament and the sponsorships will go to Yovaso. Um, and uh, admission is free. But we do encourage some donations if you are so of a mind, um, and it's just uh, another way to sort of help spread the message and to and to get things uh, moving in that direction.
0: Well, it's Rapids um, Forever three on three tournament that is tomorrow at James River. You can go on GiveButter dot com and yep. donate to that to that cause. And and David, I am so sorry that you have to be a messenger. For this message to our youth, but I hope that we can convince just at least one or many youth to understand the permanency of these decisions. Because I'm a mom, and I, I, it's just it's too horrific to even think about or any parent having to go through this or our children. I, I thank you for calling in this morning, and I thank you for joining us. And I, I truly wish you all the best. And I thank you for your message.
1: Thank you, Karen. And um, if. Uh, I would just like to encourage your listeners to uh, keep Wyatt Fowler's family in their in their thoughts today. Uh, they're getting ready to do the most difficult thing anybody will ever have to do.
0: I can't. Imagine. I, I thank you for saying that, and we wish them all the best. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up on uh, six eighteen here on News Radio WRVA.